When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boys, John Lee. And Jack Coglin. And welcome to another episode of Courtside, a Clips Nation podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, the Clippers' recent play, uh, given that we are a quarter of the season in. Um, but first of all, Jack, welcome back. Good to have you. Um, with it not having a guest this time, sadly, but we're back into it. And congrats on your first collegiate bucket in the NCAA. Thank Bravo, you very buddy. much. Bravo. Thank How did it feel? Much. It's, it, it felt amazing. It, it's NAIA, you know, it's not it's not UCLA or Duke, but oh, it felt great. Just it's better. It's, it's like riding a bike, those three. So it, was, it felt, felt, felt like Canard. It felt very, very good. You were at Almost Seattle like Jason, Pacific. Jason Preston. You were at Seattle Pacific, right? Yeah, we played up there. Took took a van right up there, and it, it was fun. It was, it, was, it was good. I felt like Jason Preston getting his first NBA bucket. It was a three as well, so... I'm Jack Preston out here. Exactly. You guys are both point guards. You got it there. And that's where Jamal Crawford has his pro-am. So that's where pros have played. Yeah. So Yeah, that was the one LeBron was at and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you're one of them. So congratulations. Oh, 100%. Thank you. Yeah. But anyway, back to the Clippers. Um, They are currently 13 and 10. Good for fifth in the West. Pretty solid given the injuries to their uh, core players. They're currently tied for fourth best defense in the league. They're the third worst offense in the league. Um, and they've played the second easiest schedule and have the third hardest schedule remaining, according to Power Rankings Guru. So as of the Jazz game, which they lost, which was the second I have a back-to-back, their current injuries are Kawhi with his ankle, PG with a hamstring tendon, Luke Kennard with his calf, and now recently Norman Powell with his groin. I believe Ty Lue said that he tried reaching for a lamp and then he pulled his groin. So that's pretty rough. And we don't know how Reggie is. He took a very tough fall. Many of us didn't even think he was going to finish that game. Um, so who knows what he's dealing with. He may be dealing with a bone bruise or uh contusion or something. Um, But yeah, Jack, what are your thoughts on um how they've held up so far? Fit, again, fifth in the West, all these injuries – uh, kind of like the previous years, but they're still doing solid given the easy schedule. Yeah, you know, they've, they've held up pretty solid. The fact that we're still fifth in the West, of course, it's very, very close. It's not like we're fifth in the West with ease and no one's creeping in. The West is still very, very tight, but we're just staying afloat right now with all these injuries that just seem to never be going away. And it's very frustrating, but I'm, I'm liking it. The defense has really, really helped. So that's a big contributor. Zubot's down low. Of course, he had that crazy game of 31 and 29 and so yeah i mean i'm happy we definitely need to get the offense going a bit more but guys are chipping in you know we got five guys that are not Kawhi and paul george averaging double figures so some other guys are stepping up chipping in and you know the guys deep in the rotation too are just staying ready of course we saw musa diabate at that blazers game play the whole entire fourth quarter and give us some good minutes to help lead the comeback which i was at that game and that was crazy that was the first time i was ever rooting for the away team at a basketball game, which was 
at an NBA game, which is very, very strange. I've only ever been to Clippers games or Lakers games. And, and you know, I'm rooting for the Clippers every single time. And I'm so used to that. So the Clippers would score and I'd start cheering. And I'm like, why, why is no one else cheering? And then the other team would score and thousands and thousands of fans would go crazy. And it was, it was just so strange rooting against thousands and thousands of fans. But it was a, it was a good time there. I mean, I was, I was just walking around in my blue Clippers hoodie in a sea of red and, it was cool though. You see a Clippers fan, you give them a little nod of acknowledgement and you feel, you feel a deep connection with those people because they're just, they're, they're rare. You're at a, you're at a Blazers game. And, but yeah, that, that game was crazy. You just had to touch on that real quick. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I, we're just staying afloat right now. So I'm, we're, we're staying, staying steady. Did you get a lot of dirty looks? I would have. I feel like I did. I feel like people were just staring at me and they'd look at the hoodie and nice. And maybe it was all in my head, but I, I could just imagine they had a lot of, intrusive thoughts that that were just just that did not like me they did not appreciate me i warned the people next to me i said listen sorry guys i'm the clippers fandom runs deep in my veins i'm I'm, it's very hard to hold back but they're very cool about it and and i was able to make it out alive and then of course as soon as we won i yell come back clippers and i sprint right out of the arena as fast as i could but made it out that's good you could have got decked if that was somewhere else but at least you made absolutely portland Portland, the, the fans are a little more chill, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too crazy. Yeah, no, that game you were at was actually crazy. That's uh, where the Clippers were down eighteen with about three four minutes left in the third, um, and that's with Reggie playing the whole second half after he takes that hard fall, and after Norm has twenty two in the fourth, and the Diabate um, performance, um, and Zoo sitting out the whole fourth, um, coming off the thirty one and twenty nine game. So you went to a really good game. Uh, yeah, for the comeback clips at least. So that's the good. Signature comeback Clippers win. And then when Reggie fell, I remember the there was a lady next to me who was a big Blazers fan, and I was like so worried. I was like, oh my god, Reggie! And I was like, I was holding my breath. I was like, no, what what just happened? I couldn't really tell what happened. I see him on the ground lying, see me like he's dead. And the lady's like, she's just laughing about it. Like, oh no, he's just taking a nap. He's totally fine. I'm like, well, well, uh, no, he, he seems he seems like he's actually in a lot of pain right here. I was I was I was stressing about it, and she, she didn't feel the same. She was just happy. Happy he's taking a nap. What a disgusting act by that lady. I would not have tolerated that. I would have thrown <laughs> po- I would throw popcorn at her, maybe a drink. Like that I would I wouldn't take that. If if that were me personally. Ugh, I can't go that far. It's okay. I, I understand, Jack. I, I laughed it off. off. I laughed yeah. it off. Yeah, but nonetheless, you got the last laugh. Um thankfully you weren't hurt. Um but yeah, anyway, apart from that game, I want to touch a little bit about Kawhi. I know he hasn't played a lot, but the games he has, uh, some things that have stuck out to me were um, his passing out of the post um, and double teams. They look a lot better um, from before he joined the Clippers. I think even when he did join, his passing stuck out. Um, as an improvement from prior years, but I think this year it looks a lot better. And it's crazy because he's coming off ACL surgery, still garnering all this attention from defenses. So that's like really good to see. So even though he's not putting up great numbers, his impact's there and he's, um, he knows how to play out of it. And I think his teammates are doing a lot better job of playing, um, out of the attention he gets. So that's, uh, a good thing to see from him. And he, I believe a lot of people think that he may be back this weekend. Uh, I think Law Murray of the Athletic says that uh, there's a chance we could see Luke, PG, and uh, Kawhi all on Saturday, but I'm kind of pessimistic about 
the Luke and PG thing just because there's his uh, calf and hamstring, which are a lot trickier, and they haven't really been out that long. But Kawhi's was an ankle sprain, so I, I'm pretty optimistic that he could be the one that comes back. So um, that'll be something to look forward to. And touching on PG, so far this season, he's looked pretty comfortable. Um, He looked his most comfortable in the Spurs game where he went for 21 in that first half. Um, and that was the game he left uh, before halftime uh, with the knee injury, which eventually turned into the hamstring injury. Um, other highlights from the season were the 40-point game against Sacramento and then the game winner against Rockets. Um, Jack, what's your assessment of PG's play so far? Yeah, he still looked very, very good for the most part. You know, he's had some inconsistent games where he's been off, but when he's been on, I mean, he's just been cooking, hitting threes really well, looking really, really confident and smooth. And even on both ends, and he's he's looked good in the good games, especially. I mean, it sucks that he had to get injured right when he was playing well. Hopefully, he's also back soon. But yeah, we just yeah just gotta keep the consistency out of him because sometimes you know he'll have those games where he had what ten turnovers and then he'll shoot really poorly. So I feel like consistency is just the key with him. If he we just need him to do it more often and consistent instead of just you know every every other game or, or whatnot. But I feel like that's what, I feel like that's the big thing is that now it's getting to the point where we need Kawhi and PG back because we got to start getting that continuity. It's not just going to happen on its own overnight or anything. It's going to happen. We need a, a string of games in order for it to happen. So the quicker they can come back, the better. Do you does it worry you that he is never really like in the middle that he'll either be really good or really bad or does the having the depth of this team at least when they're healthy. Um, make it feel a little better. Okay, maybe if he's having one of those games, at least they have Marcus Morris who's playing well, or they have Norman Powell who's playing well, or John Wall, or or do you kind of just you? It still kind of worries you a lot because who knows later in the playoffs though the role players won't be as good as that. I mean, I definitely feel like consistency is key, but also that since he's not because Kawhi is the number one option when healthy and he's the main guy and he often stays consistent, I feel like that's helps it that it gives him more PG more freedom to be, you know, hit or miss sometimes. Of course you want him hit more than miss and you want him more consistent, but he's not the number one option, of course. And it's usually Kawhi that's the number one option who is is known to stay consistent, especially in the playoffs and rise to the occasion. And so I, I guess we'll have to see. I mean it doesn't it's not like it we do have a lot of great role players that can step it up, so it doesn't worry me too much. But definitely in the playoffs, you know, you don't wanna you don't want to just ride on if it's going to be a good or a bad game. But mm-hmm. if we're healthy and Kawhi's staying consistent, then it, it, I feel like it gives him a little more freedom, especially with the, the role players that can step up. Yeah. Getting Kawhi back, uh, you, you made a good point. Like, it's time for the consistently and to get the continuity because Kawhi, he was looking better, but he was still, like, he's still not that, like, 20-point-per-game guy yet, and he's still on the minutes restriction. So it's going to be – it's it's gonna be a while before we see the it may be even we may not even see it till like I don't know February to March like after All Star break which is probably good to peak a little later it's definitely better to peak later than earlier but um I think everyone needs to be patient but I understand the frustration of everyone because even I've been frustrated what um seeing a lot of what's going on um with injury stuff, but we, it's not like they can control it. They don't choose to be injured. And I'm sure some of them want to play, but I believe the medical staff holds them out just to be safe, which is good. We'll, we'll find out in the long run if it was the right choice. And I believe it will be. 
Um, it's just obviously tough just because early in the season, smaller sample size, um, easier to overreact. But um, other players looking good. I want to shout out Luke Kennard. Before the injury, they were 5-2 and two when he started, and he's showing a lot of great movement off the ball, ability to create. Um, he's shooting 48% uh, from three, I believe. And I think this is just his best year as a Clipper, kind of similar to Morris and Zubats uh, and maybe Man. He's He just his confidence level has just steadily grown every season. He went from getting DMPs to them force feeding him shot or they're forcing him to shoot. And now he just looks like an integral part of the team. I think even Mike Fertelsen in the, in one of the broadcasts, uh, in one of the games he was uh, injured, he said, do you notice like the difference of him not being in the game um, and him not being able to create opportunities for his teammates just by being a presence out there and and he's also shown the ability off the ball or on the ball uh to create like as a short roller in pick and roll um he's a really underrated passer i believe so yeah uh shout out to luke canard man he's he's been hooping and and along with marcus morris too marcus morris i think is having his best year as a clipper as well um he's about uh 14 and a half points a game five rebounds which is a big improvement 48 percent and 39 percent from three um, he's moving a lot better, uh, a lot more spry, um, which is in, definitely helping him with the rebounding and the defense. Um, and I think it helps his legs too on offense. So he's not really, um, his game is a lot ISO jab, uh, rise up over a contest, which doesn't require too much athleticism. But even when he's like catching all those kickback plays at the top of the key and getting downhill, uh, he does look a lot better than what he used to be. So I think uh, he deserves a lot of credit for improving as a defender and a rebounder. Um, and you saw and, that driving layup at the Blazers game, a rare Marcus Moore's driving layup? And a block. too many of those. I think he got a block and then and then had a driving layup too. I, or so, and he has a couple of dunks this year. I, I think he has more dunks this year than he has with like his first few years with the team. Wow. Yeah, that, that's a fun fact. Um uh, the next clipper I want to go to, uh, Jack, I'll let you touch on it first, is Avita Zubats. Uh, what what have you thought of his play? My guy, Kareem Abdul-Zabar. I will never hop off the Kareem Abdul-Zabar wave. I'm riding it for life. He, he oh my God, I'm so, I was so happy for him in that game. He's, oh my goodness. I, I, the ref, why would you call that foul? You could have just let one go. Just let that one go. Let him have his 31 and 30 game. It was right there too, because he missed the shot and oh. But hey, thirty-one and twenty-nine. I mean, that that was ridiculous, especially with 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 five assists and five. What was it? He had five assists and five. Was it steals or blocks? No, I think it was like thirty-one points, twenty-nine rebounds, three blocks. I, I don't oh, know. No, that's what it was. Yeah, it was a three I blocks. Think I think, but it was like an unreal stat line since like Kareem. Yeah, yeah, it it, it was unbelievable. I I I couldn't believe it. I, I wish I was able to to watch it all fully, but I saw the end. And I chimed in because. Someone hit me and just said, "Oh my God, Zubats literally might get a thirty and thirty game." And I had to check it, check the box score real quick because I just did not believe it whatsoever. And I was watching it live, and it was just so engaging to see. It was like a down to the wire game, and the fans were into it, and everyone wanted him to get it. Got that and one, and got hype. And, and you know, then he had to go to the bench. But wow, that that was that was a lot of fun. He he earned that after all the years he's been putting in, working hard, especially for the Clippers, and you know, not on. Any crazy, expensive, huge contract? Yeah, he he put in the work. He he deserved it. He, great game from him. I I want to see that every single game. 
31 and 29 every game. Got to get him to average it. That's what we need. Good God, man. Um, anyway, but he's, yeah, he's been a monster protecting the paint. I think he's a huge reason why they're, um, a top five defense in the league. And this is without like another big net, but now they have Musa. Hopefully he could stay in the lineup. Uh, I believe he's on a two way. So they need to, um, I think they need to convert him if they want to make him playoff eligible. But, um, yeah, shout out to Zoo, man. Cause when you, when they would go to the bench, it would be like Nico at the five. So, um, there's, n- there's not a lot of room for error when you go in um, to protect the paint. So, Zoo and Zoo's been doing that all season. He, his offense looks uh, solid, uh, kind of similar to last year uh, during that stretch where he got the ball. I think his footwork's pretty good. And then if he can get to that left shoulder hook, um, it's pretty much money at that point. So I hope I kind of yeah, hope he's they really go stepped it up on both ends. Yeah, I hope they go to him a lot more. Um, I kind of hope they also have. Uh, Musa play with the team more over Moses Brown, just because I think that having another big, especially one that's a little different than Zoo, maybe uh, he's a little smaller, um, but he he can switch one through five, I believe. Uh, laterally, he looks good. His energy is always there. He's running the floor really hard. He's crashing the glass. Um, you could see him on the weak side. He's oh, he's very verbal. He's talking a lot on defense. His head's on a swivel. I I kind of hope that he he can uh gives you a little more of a rest when they need another big in the game. So I'm kind of hoping for that. But what do you think of Musa uh, in his minutes uh, in the Blazers game? Oh, I loved it. I mean, they played him with the small ball lineup, it seemed like. And they were, I mean, he's a 6'11", really lengthy, big, that can switch. I agree. And he's just the energy, especially on the offensive boards, crashing the glass, getting a big tip in, playing the whole entire fourth quarter. That's also, you know, we keep saying how much we love Ty Lue, that he'll just ride with the guys that are doing well and, and helping the team win, just riding with Diabate that whole entire fourth quarter. Yeah. That, so, yeah, it, I can see him. I want to keep seeing him get those backup big minutes. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy. Say? He got he got the Trez stint. No, the Trez where you check in, like, halfway through one quarter, and then you play the rest. Um, We haven't seen that in a while, but that that's impressive that he, he can go from the G League and putting up great numbers in the G League and then come to an NBA game. Uh and be just as impactful. Um, he that and it takes a lot of it takes a lot um, of preparation for that. You don't just come in and do that. You have to like be prepared. Be uh, and efforts a skill, I believe. And he he puts that in as well. And his work's really uh, showing from that. Totally, he was contesting. I mean, Jeremy Grant shots as well, contesting in the paint, grabbing boards, running up and down the floor, rim running really well. Yeah, he really helped. He helped us win that game for sure. So we gotta. I'd like to see more of him. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Moving on to Terrence, man, our guy, courtside alumni. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you, man. Um, he's twelve. He's averaging twelve, four, and three in his last five games. I think this is like he, this is another instance of a Clipper having their best season so far. Uh, and I I don't know if we would have saw it um if Kawhi and PG didn't go down, but. He he's shooting with more confidence, I or with more, less hesitation, which I <clears throat> like to see. I, I did see him hesitate once against the Jazz game. I actually like yelled at my TV because I know he's better than that, and I know we've seen him catch and shoot like with a closeout coming, uh, with way less hesitation than last season. So I think that's like even a big step. Even if he's not hitting it at a great clip. I'm glad that he's taking it like that because it'll only get better as long as he trusts his work. But he's bringing energy. 
he he's been a great cutter all year. He's been a good rebounder. Um, and he's pushing the pace. He's getting downhill. His athleticism um, is something that Clippers lineup really needs. It's kind of why I like him, Musa, and Amir um, playing, just because they give the Clippers that like a little bit of pace and um, and athleticism to that team. But yeah, him him and Coffee, I think, have been good selections to start. Obviously, it's it's not going to be permanent, but. Um, so far, so good for him. Um, Jack, what do you think about John Wall from what you've seen so far? I mean, he he's really, really helped the team a lot. I feel like just his electrifying presence off the bench, too, and that spark he brings, especially at home games, you see it. You know, we might be a little little dead in the water. Or the fans aren't being super loud, and he'll come in, give us that spark. He'll drive in, go behind the back, make the fans go crazy. And that really helps to build momentum, especially because we don't. it doesn't seem like we have a lot of guys that can really do that and just bring that spark. Everyone's more cool, calm, and collected. And he's, you can see the passion he has for the game every single second he's on the court and how much he's really missing as he's talking about. He's, he's averaged 12 points and five assists and struggling to shoot the three and some free throws. And, you know, the turnovers have been a little rough, but yeah, the pace he brings. And I feel like it's also, it's smart him and Norman Powell together, the way that they're able to attack the basket and, Norman Powell, I mean, we saw it in that Blazers game. He's, the way he attacks the basket is amazing, and John Wall does the same thing. He, he can pass well, and he just that that spark in that. I mean, he had his season high in points with the Clippers uh, yesterday against the Jazz, which was big time. Of course, we, we got the loss in that game, but he's looked really good. He's looked really good. I mean, I didn't have super, super high expectations for him, like thinking he's going to be Wizards prime John Wall immediately because he's been out for so long, and you know, there's a lot of question marks with him and the fit. But the way he's been coming off the bench, just bringing that electrifying presence, I've really liked it so far. Yeah, I mean, and, and given he's only playing like 21 minutes a game, about on average. Um, and the thing on the the shooting, uh, uh, the three is, is tough. Uh, just he hasn't really been that guy throughout his career, but he's definitely put in work. And I, I like the confidence that he's taking them. I know it's like some people don't like seeing him take them if he's going to miss, but. You don't want a shooter to lose their confidence, and who knows, maybe down the road in a playoff game, like he's going to hit big ones, and it's going to be because he didn't pass up those going forward, and he got those reps, and he got that confidence. But he on free throw, he went 12-13 last night after shooting very poorly like the whole season. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, shout out to him for doing that. And I think you're right. Whenever he goes behind the back at a game, it's crazy. Like, you never know what's going <laughs> to happen. It, it's literally showtime. When he's in transition, whether it's off a miss or a turnover, sometimes even after a make, he's going to try to push it. But he, to me, that bringing that pace just brings life to the game. And I think that's kind of a reason why him um, maybe coming off the bench may be still a good um, decision to make going forward. Um, so, yeah, it's not – I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for him to do that. And plus, I like him playing with – um, I like him playing with the spacing of the small unit, but I also, but I think his best 
um, pairing is with a big, like either with the zoo or maybe with Musa now uh, in that backup five role, because I think he just like, he's a great pick and roll player. So um, that's something I'm looking forward to. If Musa continues. Do you think he'll end up getting the starting spot or you think just keep riding with him on the bench? It's doing well. Let's just, let's just keep going with it. No, I think sadly your uh, off-season prediction of Reggie is going to stay true the whole season as long as he's healthy. Yes. Because I think I think Wall and Norm as a backcourt uh, off the bench is a cheat code, to be honest. Because you got one guy who's just a great scorer and the other guy who's like an all-NBA point guard. Who knows when he'll, he'll play 30 minutes again. Um, it may be mid-season or so, but I think Wall off the bench, like w- when your starters don't have it, like, and you bring in John Wall, who's going to get better, get his legs back under him, get more comfortable. He's, like, not shying away from contact. I think that's going to be really good for them. And plus, him, I think him and Norm off the bench is a great pairing. Um, True. So, yeah. I, sadly, sadly for me, he won't – I don't think he's going to start. But who knows? Uh, Reggie uh, is due to get a rest game, I hope. So maybe yeah. we, maybe we we will get to see John Wall um, under those circumstances because Reggie definitely deserves a break after what he's gone through. Oh my goodness! I thought he would get a break in the second half against the Blazers after he took that fall and hit his head, and he just he just keeps going. He just gives it all of his effort. He keeps playing. He doesn't complain. He just she keeps going and going and going. And sometimes he just looks so exhausted out there. It'll make him yeah, tired. Even just dead tired. Him. Like he yeah. literally looks like he can't breathe. Like at times. Like oh my goodness. Yeah, he's a soldier though. He li- after that we didn't think he was gonna play um, the at the rest of the game or the the next day, and then he plays the entire half after that because he kept them he kept the Clippers alive uh, with 13 points in that quarter alone. And I think Ty Lue says, "Hey, this is our chance," um, uh, but I have to keep Reggie in. And then he's setting up Norman Powell in that fourth, and then everyone's saying the next day he shouldn't play, just rest up. Like you're gonna be sore the next day, especially when you get on the plane. But he plays that, so I think Reggie, uh, Reggie's uh, been a soldier out there, and he, he's one guy that even last year he was playing through a lot that I bet we didn't know about. Um, so I, I got to commend him for doing all that. So, um, and lastly, uh, I just want to touch on Norman Powell. Uh, he, ooh, Stormin Norman, yeah. twenty two in the fourth. Ooh, he's. He it's crazy. The Clippers could have two six men of the year candidates in him and John Wall um, on the same team. He's averaging 14 off the bench off 45% from the field and 36% uh, from three. And he, he did struggle a lot at first when he started. And I think uh, when he started to come off the bench, he got a lot more comfortable as lately. So I think once he realized, Hey, the bench needs a guy to score. That's what I am right now. I think, with like some as a starter, you have to make sure kind of like everyone eats. But I think now that he knows that this is my role off the bench, like I can be myself and all that. And he he literally won that game for the Clippers uh, along with Reggie um, because of that outburst in the the fourth. And he seems that that attack with John Wall is like great. So what aside from that twenty two points in the fourth, like what are you liking from Norman Powell? I mean, again, just his ability to attack the basket helps the team so much. I mean, of course, we have a lot of three-point shooting on that team, and he can shoot the three as well. But I feel like he's just best when he's attacking. Yeah, going to his right, 
is seemingly unstoppable and he knows how to draw those fouls really, really well. And sometimes he risks it. Sometimes he'll just throw it up there and hope to get in. But a lot of the times he gets the call and he does this one move where he'll pound the ball and bring it low or bring it high and bring it across and Euro to the other side. And he gets people reaching and gets the foul call. So he's able to get us easy layups. He's able to get us free throws. It's just little plays like that. They add up. They don't seem super big. Like, Oh, just a normal layup, just a normal free throw. But they add up throughout the game. And it's just, it's an easy bucket. It's a free throw or a layup. They're very, very easy buckets that we'll need because of the, how much three-point shooting we have, which are much more difficult shots. Yeah, especially with John Wall paired with him. Both of them attacking the basket helps the team a lot to just get easy buckets, brings a little spark. And especially when Norman Powell is hitting, that helps the team a lot. When you can hit the threes, drive to the rim, get foul calls, and then also put in work defensively. I've, I've really liked him. It's great to see him do so well, too, because he started off the season just horribly and wasn't doing anything. And he's really picked it up now. He's finding his groove. So, yeah, I'm glad he got to go off and make a big comeback against his old team. That was, that was cool to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what about him going to his right. Yeah, you'll you'll see, like, at least five plays, him just coming off like a double screen and going to his right. And you could probably tally it up every game. Like, you'll see it every time because I think Tyler's doing a good job of getting him going that way because clearly that's he, – he's really good going. I think even – um in the scouting report, they'll try to close him off, but he'll still set his defender up or he'll just, his first step is like too tough for defenders to get to or to defend. So he could still get to it. So he's been doing really well um, as of late. It's a real bummer that he hurt his groin. Um, another tricky injury like Luke's calf and PG's hamstring, but all we can do is just hope that this team eventually gets healthy. Who knows that even when they're in the playoffs, there may be something, but as of now, let's just let's just pray that they get healthy. That's all so, we can do. Yeah. So, Ooh. Jack, other than that, other than wanting them to get healthy, what's something you want to see from this team? Oh, I mean, I want. I just want to see a lot. I want to see some more of those creative small ball wing lineups we got. Of course, we'll need to be healthy for that. But I want to see some of those. Pair it with some Diabate. Let's let's see how those go and and. He, I like the that he's – of course, it sucks to not be healthy, but it's cool to see the younger guys get the opportunity, like Jason Preston, Boston, Diabate, Moses Brown. I want to see just a nice blowout win, though. Of course, we got that against the Pacers, but I, I, I like those ones. Where they're you're never – they're, yeah, they're stressful. always stressful. Yeah, I know. They're always stressful because we could blow the lead, but – Hey, it, th- those are very nice. More of those would be great, like the one against the Pacers, because then fun things can happen at the end. So hopefully we can get some more of those. Uh, what else? What else do you want to see? I, I want to think about this a little more. Uh, I want to see more Diabate. I want to see more Batum not playing center. Um, I want to see more Rocco. Uh, and because of the injuries, we will see more Rocco. I believe he did well against the Blazers. I thought he did. He he's done well. Like. I don't even think he's been bad. I think he just hasn't had much opportunity yet just because of how loaded this roster was. And Terrence Mann started playing well. So he's kind of in a hard place at this point. But who? this team is never fully healthy, usually. So it it makes me happy that at least other guys who deserve to play are going to get to play. And then we'll just let Ty Lue deal with it whenever they get healthy um, so that he knows like who to get in, into the game at that time. So, yeah. Roko, Musa, Batum at the four, 
health, and then kind of more, I want to see some zoo post touches, probably. And oh that, yeah, that, he, he that, does well. That right hook it feels unstoppable. Yeah, that that that's what I want. It, it's a it's a bit solid list. I don't think I'll see all of it, but who knows? It, there's a lot of storylines to go into um, the next few games in this month of December. Yeah, and I I I want to I'm I don't know if I want to see this. Uh, maybe when it happens, I will be happy about it. But I'm mentally preparing for that Woj bomb. Uh, it's it's bound to come eventually of some That's type great. of trade, some type of signing. I feel like it's it's it every year it's just bound to happen eventually. So I'm just I'm excited to see what it is because we n- literally just never can expect whatever it ends up being. We we have no idea. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting mentally prepared for one of those. Yeah, I think first year uh, with two on three, it was Market uh, Marcus Morris. I think the year after that, it was like Rondo, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. after that, we got uh, Rocco uh, and Norman. So yeah, and I think uh, Mark Stein or Windhorse, one of them said that um, Balmer uh, is not afraid to go into the luxury tax and get a third piece or something. So I don't know. I I like the roster how it is currently constructed if there's like an upgrade go do it but i think if they stand pat they should be fine but yeah uh, anytime the clippers make a trade it's always exciting hey what are the roco and um and norm trade was like our best episode up to date from then so it would be good for us oh we'd love it we would absolutely jump right on that opportunity again yeah no but for now we'll just uh we'll back the guys who are currently on the team so that's uh gonna do it for us. For oh, the and then of course oh. we got we gotta go back the weekly wager. Uh, we t- we missed some episode. It got it got a little it got a little weird. We weren't able to do an episode right after that weekly wager will be made. But I lost that one. John won that one. It was about their record that they would have, and I lost it. They so they it's ended one up one, right? a couple games. So it's one one to start the year. It's monthly wager now. It's it's turning into a monthly wager. You know, it's getting busy. You know. John and me. I keep seeing John's be real of Kawhi Leonard. That's great to see every single day, every other day. It feels like I'm very, very jealous and I'm over here in college. So it's getting a little busy. And then of course we had the Ralph interview. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that. So yeah, we're, we're figuring it out, but we're, we're going to keep getting, getting this content for you guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try to come up with a wager next, next episode. Um. Hopefully it'll be a good one. If not, it's, it's always a good one. It's always, yeah, a good I know one. they are, they are, it, you know, I, with you being a college athlete and then me being um, a cog in corporate America, it's just not, it's not easy <laughs> these days. So uh, we appreciate everyone that rides with us. Um, and a this. certified media member. How has that been? Oh, it's awesome. And especially seeing like uh, all our friends that are also in media too. It's cool to see them and then seeing everyone else and then seeing the players. So um. That's great. I'll be at the have Kings game. Have you had any interactions with any of the players or any funny moments or anything like that? I went up to T-Man and I said, hey, uh, I'm the guy that interviewed you with my friend Jack. And he didn't remember at first. And I was like, and then we did like a couple a month or so ago. And he was like, oh, and I looked in his eyes and I could tell he didn't remember. But it was still really cool to talk to him. <laughs> but it was really nice. I uh, I shook his hand. His hand dwarfed mine. So I did not realize he was that massive in person. I guess 6'5 is different when you're in the NBA. But, yeah, that was awesome to see. Uh, 
like all those guys. So it, it oh. it's cool just being on that court and just being around NBA talent. So oh, I bet I'll be I'll be back uh, December eighteenth through the twenty sixth. So I'm ready. I'm, I'll be I'll be at a game or two. So I'm very very excited for that. That's it good. was so fun being at a game again. Oh my goodness, it's it's always crazy just seeing them live and in person. It's just there's something about it that is so freaky to me. Like oh, these are real people that are human beings. They're not just you know television characters you see on TV. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. Like, I always knew they were human beings. But yeah, you you do you, Jack. <laughs> thank you, John. That's that's what I tend to do. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for making the Ralph interview um, our highest listened to. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, you guys have put in a lot of support for us, so we can't thank you enough. Um, Always like, rate us, uh, tweet at us. We'll interact. Uh, tell us what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. Um, we get a lot of love from you. Shout out to the people that had us in their Spotify wrapped. I was not expecting that. What's yeah. Shout out Josh Sexton. Shout the out guy. Josh. Shout out Javi. Shout out Yule. Shout out everyone that like showed me that um, we were on their Spotify wrapped. Not even I have us on my wrapped. So I got I to gotta commend you guys for that. But Anyway, you can find me at courtside underscore clips. Jack, where can they find you at? They can find me at Jack Clippers on Twitter and at Jack.Coglin on Instagram. There we go. And then catch Warner Pacific games um, on whatever illegal stream you may have. Yep. I'll be I'll I'll be ready with uh some just defensive claps for now, but I'll work my way up there to get to get some minutes. But maybe I'll come in at the end and hit a three. Exactly. Stay tuned. Pray for a blowout so you could see Jack. But (laughs) anyway, thank you guys again for tuning in. And as always, go Clips.